I'm Christy and I'm my mama. And we call each other at least once a day and we wanted to bring y'all in on that call. So it's time to call your mom. Gets calling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and today we were lucky enough to all be spending the same time in the city that I live in. So <laughs> it was really fun. Uh, mom is a teacher and she came down here to take a certification exam and we just kind of made a day out of it. Yeah, it was good. The exam took, what, by the time I started after the interrogation, it was like <laughs> probably 12.30, honestly, by the time I oh got my goodness. cavity searched and all the thing they do, the things they do now for certification exam. Mm -hmm. Very thorough, excellent job. Um, honestly, I had to take my earrings off to take a test. I still can't believe that. There, there's no way anything could be written on the earrings, but... I, I get it. They've got to be absolutely sure that I'm but not going to get in there. And Even though they have a glass observation booth from which they watch <laughs> every move that you make while you're testing. So, anyway. So, it just lasted less than two hours. Yeah, it was about two o'clock when yeah. you texted me and I came back from the office. Yep, it was good. Well, you texted me. I was just going to show up and surprise mm -hmm. you when it was, but then you texted me and we're like, just leaving work. So, it worked out just right. Yeah, it did. We got anyway. here just about the same time. I'm glad to be able to spend the extra afternoon with you. Me too. It's fun. We it's don't fun. really get as much just Jordan and mom time mm -hmm. right now. So that was really nice. I try. I try to get time with everybody all together and then time with y'all separately. But yeah. since you're older, it's gotten harder. So. I know. It has been. And I only have summer off and then the holidays and stuff. But we're Same. all together then. So Yeah. Anyway. So it's nice to do this. We had, we had some croissant donuts. I got a bag of holes. <laughs> they were really good. Not a lot. Thank you very much. Yes. Not shout out to Nightlight Cronuts. Delicious. So, and really good coffee. Try them out. I love Super good coffee, coffee with oat milk. Yes. And vanilla syrup. Yeah. And it was delish. Oat milk. Who knew oats could make such good milk? Really nice. <laughs> I feel like I talk about Bianca on this podcast a lot, but it's because I love her and she's so funny. <laughs> she told me, she's like, the first time I thought of oat milk, she was like, I kid you not. I was like, how do they milk an oat? Oh my and then she just she said I know this is not how it works but I got this image in my mind of like a little farmer like just trying dee, to milk dee. an oat <laughs> it was like little tweezers milking Aww. the oat and she was like I know that's not how it works but then that image was in my mind and I just really liked it I love Bianca I do too she She's so cracks funny. me completely up we'll have to take her cronutting with us next she time. would love to she's brought me a cronut before I love that I need to see her again she wants to hang out soon so we'll we'll make it happen Cool. she's mostly up in the Metroplex now, where y'all are. Is she really? Mm -hmm. Where is she? Well, uh, tell me. <laughs> Give me her address. She's in the <laughs> area. Building. Yeah. Now. Off of <laughs> Street. Oh, I know that. I know right where that is. <laughs> Redacted Street. Off Redacted Street. No, I love her. She's sweet. Me too. Um, and then we went to a little bookshop. It's a local bookstore called Fabled, and it's also a coffee shop. We didn't have any coffee there because we just coffeeed over at the Because we were already caffeinated. So, it's so cute. It's the cutest, cutest little bookstore. I just love it. Love it. So, bought a couple books, bought a pen. Got a t-shirt that says Unreliable Narrator that I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Got a couple of good things. So, that was fun, too. Yeah. And I know you've been wanting me to go there for a while. Yeah. It's one of my favorite places so. here. I love it so much. And I'm so. glad it, like, made it through the pandemic. I was worried about it there for a little bit. Yeah. Especially since bookstores already, just because of Amazon and 
people just don't read as much. I feel like yeah. I, I worry about little indie bookstores like that. But they I do too, and I well. love to support local businesses. I like to support all businesses, but I like to support especially. local businesses especially. Yeah. But I love the thing I loved the most in that store was the children's book room. Yes, it's so sweet. They have a little Narnia door that you open. It has like little fur coats hanging in it. I'm sure they're not really fur. And then you hang, and they can walk through that into the book room. And it's so cute. I just love it. I love it so much. Love it. If y'all were little, I'd take you there, make you walk through the Narnia door. It was very fun when my friend came down to visit us not too long ago, and she has the two young boys. We spent probably 45 minutes in that room. Did they walk through the Narnia door? Several times. (laughs) They loved it. They're so cute. They wanted to keep going back and forth. And then um, we read. We didn't, like read read books to him but like we went through a couple books with them mm-hmm. they had some toys out there that they played with and that's i got his birthday present from there cute he was so smart he's like i want the fish shaker i want the fish shaker i could not figure it out and i said here show me where the fish shaker is mm-hmm. and he took me over to it and it was a morocco with a fish on it and he just didn't know oh, the word morocco smart. well now he does and i was like amazing and i was like I'll, I'll get this for you for your birthday if your mom says it's okay and she was like yeah that's fine i'm like i'm sure she loves and i'm getting you <laughs> Musical instruments. Oh my gosh. Okay, so one of the funniest moments in that store was when I told you that I was using my American Express to get reward points for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. And when when my kids were younger, if they wanted something and it was close to a holiday, and by close, I mean within like two months. Yeah, like I would say, okay, October. I'll get you this, but it's going to be part of your Christmas present. Just remember this at Christmas that I got you this. Well, today we're in this bookstore. And I got Jordan's stuff and my stuff, and I use American Express card because I use it yeah. to get rewards points. But we put it on my rewards account to at read, the store. Right. Yeah. And then it goes on my yeah, American you Express get the card. For, yeah. And so we're walking out, and Jordan goes, oh, it's a little early for that, but I'll go ahead and put it on my list. I'm like, no, you silly. Because <laughs> you, you said, use these points for Christmas is what I heard. I don't think I heard the first part, like, I'll use these points. And so I thought you said by buying this for you and getting you store credit on your account, this is one of your Christmas no, presents. No, it's July. <laughs> I was like, it's July. I don't even start that early doing that. You hey, not. Did you start buying I'm Christmas about, presents? I was just about to say, I'm probably going to start buying Christmas presents next month. Yeah. Because I do. I try to get one or two presents per paycheck, and now that I get paid once a month, I will probably get two or three per paycheck. I'm very and I started in August. Your, your industry in that area because I don't do that. Last year, I had my very first Christmas present wrapped and ready to go by September 1st. That's so good. <laughs> but it was a skateboard for Harper, and later on that year, she broke her collarbone skateboarding. <laughs> so it's not always good. <laughs> yeah. I know. I was like, oh my Can't have foresight well, sometimes. Why are you doing that? But... Yeah, I mean, my mom always said that she wished she was that way and thought about it that far in advance. But she was afraid by the time it got to Christmas, she wouldn't like the gifts she bought earlier. Well, that's what I... But the way I see it is like, mm-hmm. I read a really good article one time about this lady who buys her Christmas presents, but she buys stuff like when her kids were in school. Mm-hmm. She'd buy like school supply stuff. Yeah. And she'd buy things that they would need for school yeah. and different things like that. So, they have a bunch of stuff to unwrap. I mean, she'd yeah. get them good stuff, too, that they yeah. would enjoy, like want, that they would like, be excited yeah. about. But she also had all these little things for them mm-hmm. to unwrap. Because they were all supplies they would need. And so, she yeah. would get, like, markers, and they could unwrap those. And yeah. All kinds of stuff. And I always thought that was a pretty good idea. As an adult, it has been, like, the kitchenware and the blankets and 
the things like that that are the presents that I love the most because I use them every day. So every time yeah. I use them, I think about y'all because they were gifts. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, yes, I don't have to get this with my own money. That's kind of why last year, too, I got y'all all, like, just personal, pro- like, shampoo. Yes. And things that you use. Because it's so you know, helpful. Shampoo, Bath and Body Works stuff. and It just takes a mental load off yeah. of, like... I don't need to buy this for a little bit. Well, for your brother in the dorm. I oh thought my that gosh. would be so good <laughs> because he would just have, like, all of these things. That would last him all semester. He left them at home. He took oh one and would get it when he came at home. I'm like, kind of the point is <laughs> to be have them there with you. And then when you run out, you don't have to go to Target and spend money on something like that. Yeah. You'll just have, you can it, just have it. And deodorant and soap. Yeah. And, you know, underwear and socks and things like that. I mean. It's so good. And you got good things, well, yeah, too, but yeah, it's like... but I like those to be practical are, gifts, oh, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's why I will, like, I have a list, and I'm checking it twice. <laughs> I do have a list, like a spreadsheet of, like, the big gifts that I want to get everybody, and those mm-hmm. are the ones I have, a, like, my spreadsheet looks like a, a psychotic person. It cracks me up that you have a spreadsheet. I do. My spreadsheet has everyone's name, the gift, the estimated cost, the actual cost, a date, the goal date that I want to purchase it, and then the actual date that I purchased so it. So good. So I keep myself all accountable. Y'all are so good but <laughs> planning. It's so good. But when I do that, I really like to do that because, one, I just don't have to budget as much for, like, Christmas presents because I know a lot of people are like, i got to save up in October, November. If I've already bought everything, if I have, like, some extra money come October, November, mm-hmm. then I can get y'all extra stuff because I have yeah. the budget for it to put on top of the things I've already gotten you. That's such a good idea. And I've done that for, like, the last two years, and I, I like how it goes. It's nice. It makes me happy. And then you don't have, like, bills that hit you right upside the head in January. Yes. You know? That's good. I don't know. I love Christmas. I need to start thinking about it. I, it has I need to start thinking, you know, December 26th about what to get Dad because he buys so himself buy the things that he wants. Yes. And he doesn't want that much. No. I'm so... My husband's the same way, and he finally wants something for Christmas this year. Yeah. The Steam Deck came out. It's basically a, a Switch, but for Steam games. Mm-hmm. And he, he texted me, like, all excited. He almost never texts me during a work day. Mm-hmm. And he texted me at, like, noon one day on his lunch break and was like, I think I found a Christmas present that I want. I believe I found And I was like, call, like, call the news. Because he never, ever is like that. You know. That's good. Uh, yeah, I know. So I'm excited. Always, oh, I don't want anything. Just oh. give me a candy cane and I will be happy. Okay, but then we forgot to put the candy in his stocking last oh, no. Christmas. He just had soap. Oh, oh, I got robbed. <laughs> An avocado. Thanks. Hey. Like that little kid. It's like, no, no, I've got bags of candy for you. You looked at me like, did you not put the candy in there? I'm like, no, I forgot. I thought somebody else oh, did it. <laughs> well, I don't know, but it's, I love Christmas. I can't wait. But I do need to get some things done. And I don't, I mean, I always end up shopping. Yeah. Like I said, the weekend that I get out of school. Yeah. That's, that Saturday or Friday night is the day that I do all my online shopping. And it's like, oh, $30 for shipping? Yes. Sure. Nathan, my Absolutely. husband. He's the same way. He's always like, Christmas is so expensive. I'm like, it's because you wait until you have to pay express shipping and then you're paying double for everything, basically. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous. But, it cracks you know, me up. That's how he operates. Maybe I'll... I'll learn from that and do it the right way this year. I do like, though, and this is something we've always said, like, when we do order, like, when you order Christmas presents Mm -hmm. and they don't get there on Christmas, I feel like that, like, 
makes the holiday well, a little I did longer. that on purpose when y'all were kids. Because we yeah. got all your stuff early when you were kids. Like, yeah. We had a plan then when you were little. Because Dad would be out. Mm-hmm. And he would look for stuff that we couldn't find. Yeah. And we would like reconvene at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah. And be like, I got this, this, and this. What did you get? And he, yeah. You know. So we had all your stuff in yeah. time then. But I, on purpose would get, you know, one or two gifts that y'all could yeah. open after Christmas. I like it because it does. It makes the holiday, it seems, makes it, it last a little longer. It. Yeah. 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 And I have always really liked that. I know. I love that too. My favorite. I can't wait to have grandkids because I don't know if I have money for gift for y'all when I have grandkids because I'll be giving the grandkids. I mean, you saw how we were with our dog this Christmas. <laughs> the most presents last Christmas. Oh my gosh. Harper was making fun of me so bad. Oh, and that's going to be hard this Christmas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He deserves it. Yeah. It was his first Christmas off the street. He a lot of joy. You know? Oh, no. <laughs> it's true. He's like Tiny Tim. I think about it. I do. I think about his life oh, in terms of like when like this 4th of July was the first time he was ever not in a shelter oh, for 4th of July. That's heartbreaking. And things like that. So I want to give him good holidays well, and stuff. Yeah. He deserves it. Meanwhile. <laughs> what? Hmm. From the streets, are you? <laughs> She's such a good girl. I love the puppies. Sweet, sweet baby. Well, and I have continued a tradition with my little dog son that you have done with us in that every time he goes to the vet after, he and I go to Starbucks and I get a drink and he gets a pup cup. Okay. You did that. That's good. <laughs> when I did that with... <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, she... Yeah. She expelled unthinkable <laughs> substances like for the entire afternoon. See, my little dude... Her puppuccino, not a success story. The streets hardened his stomach. He, he can't eat all sorts of stuff. It's true. He Which, loves whipped cream. He loves hot dogs, which upset our other dog's stomach. Oh, yeah, bad. Like, he loves whipped cream. He loves hot dogs. We've given him scrambled eggs. There you go. He loves it. He's up a lot. So that's... It so every that's our that's our tradition is I take him to the vet because I'm off most Fridays mm-hmm. and that's when he does vet appointments. So I'll take him to the vet. Yeah. And then he and I will go grab a Starbucks and I'll get my drink and he'll get his pup cup. Yep. And they give him like the little tiny like shot glass looking so cup. Cute. And everybody loves him because he like pokes his head out at the window. Oh, they love that unless they're scared. Okay. Of the last like, oh, time, the last time I went to Chick Fil A, it was on his gotcha day because we'd had him for a year, mm-hmm. and so I got him some grilled nuggets. And the lady, her entire demeanor changed. Like I picked up my meal from the window, she was like, "Thanks," and then <laughs> he popped his head out, and she was like, "Have a great day." <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. There you go. Have a great day. Because oh. <laughs> he popped his little head out. So, you know, everybody always loved <laughs> And she would just stand there looking at him like, what kind of dog is that? And I'm like, half Jack Russell Terrier, half Pomeranian. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've never seen a dog that looks like that. Are there more of her? I'm like, no, her brothers and sisters kind. didn't look like her. And they're like, oh, she's so cute. Can she have a puppuccino? No. No, because... <laughs> she has bombastic diarrhea if she has dairy. Yes. <laughs> the running, the screaming, the darkness. Well, and when she, even when she was very old, people were like, Oh, how old is your puppy? And we'd be oh, like 12. 12? <laughs> yeah. 
Really? Well, yeah. and then she was on that seizure medication that made her fat, and that was when I was in college, and someone saw a picture of her, and they went, oh, I love corgis. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, she's not a corgi. Her legs were too long to be a corgi. <laughs> she's not a corgi. She's just epileptic, and her medicine makes her fat. Isn't it weird, though, that it affected her that way? Mm-hmm. When she first took it, like, she was just, like, a big like bald who laid in front of the window and did nothing else. Her eyes were glazed over. And then the second time she was on it, mm-hmm. like, later on in life, it was it, amazing. It gave her a new lease on it life. It did. I mean, she was, like... I think it truly extended oh, her life God. the second it time. It did. Like, I mean, Dad and Dr. Ted high-fived yes. over it. It was like... Because oh she goodness. was not doing well. She was not... And she hung in for another, like, three or four years after that. Yeah. Oh, God love her. I miss I her know. so much. I miss her, too. But she was a character. <laughs> Unpredictable sometimes. Just cracked. the sweetest oh, girl. I love corgis. Like, that's great. She's yeah, not a she's corgi. Not a corgi. <laughs> she's just a little chubby right now. Just a little. Oh, she's so funny. She's funny. It is so funny to see... Our other dog, to see how she is with my dog and Harper's dog. Yeah. Because she's kind of filling in the role that little little Cokie had. Yeah, a little bit. She's done some good training. Yeah, she's had them. to keep the kids in line. They know when she's drawn the line, she will make she her... She makes it very clear. Her angry bear face and just like... All right! Yep. You know? And they'll both go, okay, all right. Okay, sorry, sorry. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. But she, they're getting there. They're, I think so. Every just, every just fuzzy boys. Yeah, they're, they're both. So yeah. our our dog, he is two and a half, and I think that Harper's dog. I think he's probably younger than they thought. I think he's maybe two. Maybe, maybe. I think he's a little younger than yeah. two. Yeah, because I think he was less than one when they got him. But the difference between your dog and their dog is that their dog is Hinch. <laughs> They're about the same size. He no, he has more. He's ten pounds heavier than. No, ours but now. I'm saying like the same. They're same like build height. Yeah, roughly. Yeah. yeah, same body structure. Well, he's their dog is approximately the same height as our dog now. I was telling them the last but time we man, were there. He works out. It is crazy. <laughs> That's true. He's ripped. He's at the gym yes. every day. <laughs> I was telling them the last time we were home. I was like, he's gonna get up to like eighty pounds. Oh, for sure. And they were like. No, he's not gonna be fat. I'm like, I didn't say he was gonna be no, fat. He's not. He's just fat. a he's just a big hinch dog. And I think that's why he ticks the other one off more is because yes. he leans on her. Yeah. Because he tried that lean in on me the other night. I'm like, dude, get off me, stop. You know. <laughs> yeah. But he he if, <laughs> puts if the heavy on you. Yeah. He's just like, and mm-hmm. leans it, and he is he's strong. He's hinch man, he's just hinch. He is. <laughs> And then my dog is like a slippery piece of silk. Like, hoo where am I? Oh, I'm everywhere. Flash is what? <laughs> He's flash from The Incredibles. He, he during a Zoom meeting. What? During what? I didn't do anything. Yeah, what? it's true. I'm just sitting here. What? <laughs> it's a conspiracy. It's true. What? During a Zoom meeting, this is a 50-pound dog. He draped himself around my neck like he was a fox fur. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, bro, I'm in a meeting. And thankfully, like, my Zoom background, like, grayed him out so nobody could tell. But he was just all 50 pounds, like, a parrot. Just like, hey, yeah. Bye. He's so cute. I He's such him. a sweet boy. He cracks me up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he's nutty. He is. <laughs> he's just excited. Yeah, all as the time. As soon as he gets all that energy all run out, he's 
gone. Right? Once he, and yeah. it really doesn't take that long, which is amazing because he's mostly like, we, we okay, <laughs> the person that, that I am, that my husband is, we got him DNA tested for his first Christmas present. That's true. And um, we were shocked at the results because he looks like a Border Collie, but he's only 5.2% Border Collie, which in- incidentally is the same amount that my husband is Native American. They're, oh, I thought you were going to say Border Collie. No. <laughs> yeah, they share some ancestry. <laughs> so smart. But um, he is like 30% Australian Shepherd, which he, he really doesn't look at, and then like 30% mm. Blue Healer. Yeah. And the rest is Great Pyrenees, Bit I almost said Bitpool. Pitbull. Bitpool. Um, Labrador, Border Collie, and then so mixed that they just they say super mutt because they, they just can't he tell. He looks border collie. He looks exactly like a border collie, just with a little bit of a broader nose. But those are all like working animals. Like a little bit of a Labrador head, but not completely. And well and his paws are all Great Pyrenees. He's got ginormous he paws. Does have but, like, those are all, like, farm animals. But you, you let him run around for, like, ten minutes outside, yeah, yeah. and he comes in, and he's conked out. Well, he's very, very, very energetic. Yes. And, you know, that's what they always say. That's what made, made me think Border Collie, too, mostly. Mm-hmm. Just because they are so energetic, and they need and constant, so smart. Like, constant stimulation and stuff. Yeah. But, but he's pretty good. He's, he's, he's pretty good. mellow. He and the other one have... What they do that cracks me up is they kind of have a bedtime. They absolutely like do. They are wild men running around <laughs> being crazy. crazy. And then 10 o'clock hits and they're like, well, it's Betty. It's dog. Betty. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Yes. Wait outside with me. Yeah. In the living room until I'm ready to go in. Aww. But she's like, you know, she'll just, she's just like, uh, okay, it's bedtime. Sometimes she'll go mm-hmm. stand in the doorway and look at me like, Mm-hmm. Okay, let's let's go, Nana. Let's go. But she'll wait out. Yeah. She'll sleep wherever, and then I'll right. have to wake her up and be like, come on. The boys are like, they are like little boys, like, I'm sleepy. <laughs> I and then go if you try bed. to make them sleep, I'm not sleepy, and then they'll yes. just be like. <sighs> when we first got ours, he was exactly like a toddler. He would fight sleep. He would mm-hmm. fight it, and then mm-hmm. he would just conk out, and now he's really good. He and I usually go to bed. First, and my husband has a YouTube channel called Seek the Good, and he'll come into this room. We're in my office right now, mm-hmm. and record his video. And our dog and I will just chill out. We'll, we'll watch some TikTok. We'll maybe catch up on YouTube, and he just goes to sleep. Just all right. And yeah. he's so sweet. He's gonna be so happy. I've had to go to work in person these last three days. Ugh! Can you believe? And I get to work from home so, tomorrow. So, so he's gonna be happy to be Let's home go. all day because he has been alone a lot this week. I think I'm staying home tomorrow. I've been out all week going out with my niece to see my niece and her little boys and had a great time with them. And that was, what, Monday? Yeah, that was Monday, I think. Then yesterday, I had to take my sister to treatment, cancer treatment. And then today, I had tests, and I'm spending it with you. So tomorrow, unless there's something I've forgotten, I think I'm going to be at the Hacienda. Same. I So, like I've said before, I work for the college that I graduated from, and I was up at our visitor center on Monday all day from 8 to 5, and then yesterday I helped with some training because we hired some new folks, and then today also helped with some training because we hired new folks, and um, yeah, tomorrow I only have one thing on my calendar, so I am getting my time for sure. Let me see. Do I have to go up? No, I do not. I most certainly do 
Well, not miss. And I don't have to on Friday either. And I have a housewarming party this Saturday. Oh, that's I'm fun. excited. It's a good friend. She and I both are COVID brides. We both got married over the pandemic. Oh. So they finally good. moved into their new house, and we're going to go see it and hang out. Well, it's nice. It'll be fun. A little housewarming. I know we wanted to talk. Let's do a little book corner. Because I know you wanted to talk about the books right. that were mutually, we I have read and you're yes. currently reading. Yes, okay. So, what is the whole name? I always forget the whole name. The Southern Book Club's Guide to Slaying Vampires by Grady Hendrix. Okay, first of all, I think Grady Hendrix is a great writer. And he, I love the style that he writes in. And since I'm not from the Deep South, but I am from southern united states um i'm ex- you know always excited when somebody writes and mm-hmm. in that setting in a voice that i'm very used to yeah but this guy so jordan gave me this book right and i started reading it and i thought oh this is a great book i love this so i'm reading it at my house in the bed the other night at about midnight probably <laughs> that was your first mistake i was reading I was reading it and night. without any warning whatsoever from my very own daughter jordan there it's very scary i, I mean, told you there were some it's intense, not scary, like gross-ish moments but it, okay it's like that was like a jump scare the whole with the if, you, if you're the reading it, don't listen. Yeah, spoilers ahead. Lots of spoilers. But there's a scene in this book. There's a part in this book where there's a guy running on the roof. Oh, that's not what I thought you were getting. All over the roof. Like, and they don't know where he is. And the daughter's like, mm-hmm. Mom, there's a man standing on our... On our... On, like, our, on the, sub, like the sunroof. He's the on the roof. And I saw him standing in front of our house and whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's running on the roof. I heard the footsteps. And the mom's kind of like, Oh, honey, it was probably just the wind. Just yeah. like you, my husband, always <laughs> say to me, no matter what happens. So, you know, and I'm in my room. My husband's asleep. Uh, my son is awake in his room in the other and another hallway and in our room shares a wall. in our house and his yeah but his room shares a wall with our room mm-hmm. even though he's on the other side of the house so it's like I'm reading this the guy's running all over there and, and then the so sun tense. then the sun comes out and says mom there's a man standing in the yard in front of our house or something mm-hmm. like that so she's like everybody come in the hall and she's so calm and she's getting them all set up some of the things she does though. Yeah. Holy cow. She she is a strong woman. Well, no, I'm just saying she had him sitting on the bottom step. Uh-uh. No. And plus, apparently they're one of these houses who has all these open windows where you can just see everything. Right, they had like all these bay windows. I am my father's daughter. When nighttime comes, I I'm want those windows covered. It's a blind, it's a curtain. Yep. I don't care what it is, but we going to cover the windows. My friend Rachel's the same way. I don't, I don't want that. I was at her house past, like the sun went down. And, like, like clockwork, the second, like, the last drop slipped below the horizon, she was up closing all the blinds. Oh, my gosh. I'm the same way. Like, that, um, that, those being slightly open right now. Yeah, that's now bothering me, too. Freaking me so out. I'm glad you're saying that. Close those blinds down. But, yeah, my cousin has a house out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, my goodness. Where it's pitch, pitch black, black at night. Can't see your finger. We were watching, uh, oh, what is that dumb movie? Which one? Rosemary's Baby. It is an old, old movie, and it's scary, and she loves scary movies. So we're watching that, and she has an entire wall of windows that don't have any curtains on them, mm-hmm. and you can't see your hand in front of your face. I mean, somebody could be standing right out there watching you. Looking at you. you and I was know. like, I just kept 
I was so scared of that. I would not sit anywhere close to the windows because I'm like, a face could just pop just, right yes. at you. Just like being in the deep ocean. You can't see anything until it's right on top of you. Oh, see? That's why I'm not in the deep ocean. Me neither. I'll watch other people do that on yeah, I'll watch that on Nat Geo or whatever <laughs> I need to. I'm not going to do that. Uh-uh. But, so, anyway, this is going on in this house, and it's just very, very tense. And all of a sudden, my son dropped something or did something. And knocked his elbow, in his wall, it went, and I about <laughs> wet my pants. I was just dying. And I, so I texted him. Are you good? Is everything okay in there? Yeah. I'm reading a scary book and you almost made me wet my pants. And so he's like, I'm good, no worries, you know, whatever. And my husband's completely oblivious. Yeah, he's, he's over there in his neck pillow and his sleep apnea mask, like just <laughs> ensconced. Yeah. He's he's chilling out. And so got cucumbers on his eyes. Then I'm like, okay, well good. Nobody was nobody's out there. Okay, well, then up comes this other scene. Is it the rat scene? No. Which scene? Well, this might have been before the roof, actually. Uh Uh-huh. But I'm reading along happily when all of a sudden one of the main characters, Patricia, walks outside to take the... Patricia? They walk (laughs) outside. Have you seen that vine? Patricia! No. I'm going to need you to cut that off, sweetie. Like, it's so funny. We gotta watch it after we're done. No, here. that's it's just hilarious. always going No, Patrice. Absolutely <laughs> not, Patrice. <laughs> it's true. But no, this is one of the earlier scenes. Okay, yeah, well, uh, it of. took me completely. It just took me completely. It was, it was very So grody. she's out there about to go drag her trash cans to the curb when suddenly this old <laughs> a woman, feral old lady, a feral old woman, is out there eating a raccoon like. Like a dead raccoon. Like raw. Like what? with its hair on. Like she with attacked the raccoon. <laughs> she ate that raccoon's jacket <laughs> right off his back. She did. <laughs> she ate the raccoon like you would eat a corn on the cob oh, or something. And like no. she had raccoon hair sticking out of her oh. teeth and raw meat. She was grabbing it with her hands. Bristle. And then she starts attacking this woman and she bites her mother loving ear off. Yeah, that part I was like, oh. <gasps> Oh, okay, and that's when I started. And then Carter pulls up to the car and like, what's going on? Honey, Okay, and that's when I started hating Carter because she was wearing a pair of earrings that he had gotten her for their anniversary. And and the old lady swallowed one of the earrings and she was so upset because, like, she thought these were pretty earrings. He had finally done something nice for her. Mm -hmm. And then she's like, I'm just so sad about the earring, you know, like, trying to be a good wife. And he's like... Oh, one of my patients sells costume jewelry and gave those to me for free. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I'll get you some more. It's like, just that's like it. the point. Not that. It's like you're smart. The part about that scene that. that grossed me out the absolute most was when the old lady was attacking Patricia, mm-hmm. and she said she could feel stuff tickling her face and realized it was fleas jumping <laughs> off the raccoon's body onto I her. I know. I know. That part. I have closed that part out of my mind until now, but thanks for bringing that Ronald well, back Well, I don't know how I did this, but I read that book on vacation, like, in, like, three or four different hotels. No, ma'am. And I was fine. Nope. And I finished it in the bed. I'm glad. I went did straight not to have it on vacation because I couldn't. So I was reading it in the bed, and I was just, like, pulling the cover up over my head. <laughs> it was scary. And then finally, I mean, I can't remember what I read, and I woke my husband up. I'm like, oh, my gosh, Jordan gave me this book. And it's so scary. I can't sleep. And he was like, what? And I said, an old lady ate a raccoon and with its hair on. And he's probably like, am I 
sleep. <laughs> and at this point, yeah, Dad's probably like, why didn't I just marry somebody else who no. wasn't from here? <laughs> who sure was not why. from down here talking like a crazy... But, I mean, he what said, is that a euphemism so for? <laughs> she had a raccoon with its hair on. That's what I mean. She ate a raccoon. Like, not one prepared in a stew. She ate it straight out of the yard. Oh, like that guy from that barbecue show that we watched. He made a raccoon stew. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah, I'm not he did. Watching any we, watched, show. we watched that whole show together. Oh, that one. Yeah, well, the guy who do was diabetic. Yeah, he was diabetic, and so none of his food had any flavor. Because he didn't put any sugar or anything in it. Oh, the one that I liked. Yeah, he was nice. What was his name? It was funny. So I'm really, I would, <laughs> truly was something like Hickory Stump. It was. Like, it I can't was. remember. He was sweet, I liked though. I to see him go home. But he made some raccoon stuff, but he had, that had been like a farm-raised raccoon. <laughs> that raccoon did not have his hair on. Well, that raccoon had his hair on, and he got eaten. And then, I mean, there's just like moments like that. Then they go back to the story and mm-hmm. everything's good. And then her mundane, like, very normal life. And then all of a sudden, all of these stinking swamp rats, like, oh, hordes so and hordes bad. of swamp rats come in and pretty much eat up an old lady and then injure her healthcare worker. Mm-hmm. And the old lady doesn't die from that, but then she gets she to the hospital and She succumbs to her injuries. Yeah. <sighs> That I did not like more that than part. I could take. Because I was wondering. That is not what I was thinking it was going to be at all when you said, no. well, you'll know about the rat part. And then yeah, I was like, oh, no, that was bad. No. Because, I mean, and after that, that truly is, I don't think it's going to get that bad again well, until closer girl to the, the end. Well, the back of the van wasn't That was picnic. Hard. But she's crazy. She oh. ran through the woods by herself with a Boy Scout flashlight okay. and got to the van okay. and felt around on the hood. Oh, I know. I was like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't let him know you're there. Go get somebody. So then she cups her eyes and puts oh, it no. up next to the window to go, Is anybody in this van it's killing so you little scary. girls? I mean, just don't do that. It's, so it's like a bad horror movie, like those commercials. It's true. It's like, don't go in there. But you saying running through the woods. We better hide with the chainsaws. I got, I got my karma. You saying running through the woods reminded me. So we recently just got Discovery Plus for the fam. Yes. And, okay. Josh Gates, thank you. I know there's a very low chance you're listening to this, but I want your job. If you need an intern, hit me up. He does Expedition Unknown on mm-hmm. uh, Discovery Channel. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like filling like the Mike Rowe niche on Discovery now. Oh, like cool. he does a lot of stuff like that. But he has a degree in archaeology, and he basically just travels and stays in nice places. And sometimes we'll have to crawl under a house and like yeah. see wildlife and stuff. But it's kind of like a travel show and. Mm-hmm. Like an archaeology show. Well, he's the host of this paranormal investigation show called Expedition X. And he's not the one that goes out. He sends a team of two other people to go out and like look for like Chupacabra and whatever. Mm-hmm. We wanted a bunch of those. Probably, I, excuse me. I think it was Monday night. Um, and I was like, this is fine. This is fine. And there was one terrifying episode it was the beast of bray road which i think is in wisconsin there's a Mm -hmm. lot of lore around it like a lot of people like there were movies about it a long time ago um and they were looking for it and a lot of people think it's just a wolf and Mm -hmm. like they found and they're really like there are a lot of shows like you know ghost hunters where he'll like move the thing with his foot like oh my gosh did you see that that? i got (laughs) those british ladies (laughs) something skinned across me I love that. I love that. But this show isn't like that. Like, they found, like, a real footprint and, like, 
all this stuff. And they were in the woods, and they found this, like, viciously dismembered deer. Like, oh, real man. life, like, beheaded pieces everywhere. And then they picked up, like, something on, like, the the heat drone that they mm-hmm. had flying over the area. Mm-hmm. And they were in the woods in the dark at night in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And that freaked me out. And yeah. so I had, my, <laughs> I had my husband rub my head and hold me until I fell asleep because oh I was so gosh. scared. Oh my God. I what are you going to do when your kids are scared like that? I'll have Nathan rub their heads until they fall asleep. That. I knew it. I knew it. And he was... So sweet, because I knew he was really tired, and it didn't scare him at all, mm-hmm. but I was like, ooh, and I was sweating so bad, and he was sweating really bad, but I still was just, like, huddled in there, like, scared, so I, I got my comeuppance. Well, it's, I don't know, I just can't. Mm-mm. It doesn't get us She kept doing that, anymore. and then the police picked her up, because she finally ran out to this road, and flagged them down. I mean, I just don't know. I don't feel like her friends were supportive enough during that Nobody's time. taking her Except seriously. Except for Grace, who who was like, no, no, she's like the worst one. Yeah, and, and then, then she, she put she it called, all together. Then she called her and was like, I checked out that van. Mm-hmm. And it's in a storage on And I love that the, the all of them it is, not keep TikTok. like a notebook by their window of the license plates yes, through town. Because I, I just I feel like that's something that like... Somebody in the neighborhood I we I lived in as a kid, I feel like some of our neighbors would oh, have I'm done sure that. I'm sure they did. You know? I bet saw it, like, had a whole... <laughs> like a ledger. Notepad with everyone who drove past their oh, house yeah. every single day. Exactly. Well, that's why I told you that I like that book. Because even though we're not from, like, the deep south, we're, like, south adjacent. I You know, Texas is different than the south. But there are... Texas is Texas. Exactly. But there are, like, those cultural similarities. Don't mess with Texas. <laughs> and it is like you know reading that this it book is. especially I feel like kinship with yeah it's like you you feel like oh I know that person growing up well and my dad you know and my mom my mom grew up about in the sticks I mean she yeah. had they don't they didn't have like neighbor neighbors I don't think yeah. but my dad grew up in a small town setting and there's a lot of there are a lot of things that remind me mm-hmm. of things that he's told me but. Um, yeah, I feel like people, and he writes about, this guy writes about the South like it's not, we're not stupid. Yes. There's I a love... whole misconception about the South that because we have these accents mm-hmm. that we must be absolute morons, and we're yeah. not. Well, I'm really good at grammar. I'm an excellent writer, but yeah. sometimes I speak like... <laughs> it's I, just in my soul, man. I caught myself my in, a, <laughs> in a training yesterday with the new people. I was like, did that just come out of my mouth? Because we were talking about like what life looks like in the office. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so make sure you're checking your Outlook calendar and the location. Because sometimes it's on Zoom and sometimes it's here in the training room. And if you check it, it'll let you know if you need to mosey on down here. Yeah. And that's just what I said. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's fine. I'm just, <laughs> I guess I feel like... Matthew McConaughey here. I'm not going to change my accent for anybody. Mm-hmm. I could live in Saskatchewan, and I guarantee you, <laughs> I would not change my accent. No. Nothing against anywhere else, but this is who I am. I'm not ashamed of it. And um, yeah. I know I'm intelligent. I don't... You don't need that external validation. I'm not a genius, but I mean, you know, I'm just saying, I know, I don't need validation from yeah. somebody up in, you know, back east, anywhere. up north, anywhere. Mm-hmm. Up there or over there on either side. Over there. I mean, see, over there. So, spread the word, spread the word. Over there. That's the musical portion of our prayer. But, and that's yeah. public domain, so, so we don't have that's to. That's another reason I enjoy this book. I also enjoy British books so much. Yes. 
for whatever reason. What I really like about Gary Hendrix, and I think this just is a testament probably to how his mama raised him, is that he writes about these southern ladies with so much agency. Yes. Because a lot of other media that takes place like in this time and in that setting the women are just kind of in the background. And it's like, the men doing the stuff. Right. Whereas he's, like, showing, like, these women are what make, makes it, like, they're what makes the town go round. When they have a big meeting. Oh, with all the husbands. That really hecked oh, me Oh, my off. gosh. When they were all coming up the driveway and stuff. Oh. And they're just sitting there. And then they all Undermine kind of her. just, like, hang Patricia out to dry. Mm-hmm. But at least she had she, the balls she was to like, say, <laughs> like... I'm not apologizing to I'm you. I'm not apologizing for anything. Mm-hmm. And we are the women in your lives. We are your wives. Right. Are, you like, know. what does this Johnny-come-lately have? Like, why do you take his word over ours? Oh, because he's a man. There are members of my own family I know that are that way very, very much. Mm-hmm. And that is a load of <laughs> And Southern women are some of the strongest people. Well, that's... Did you read the foreword? In yeah, the, I, I loved. I loved the part where he was yeah. like... I wanted to write a book where I pit Dracula against my mom. And yeah. as you'll see, it's not a fair Good fight. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And I was like, that's And I know cool. mothers like that are everywhere around the world, but it's yeah. like, you know, I know with, with y'all, and I've told y'all this your whole lives, it's like, mm-hmm. I'll take whatever they everybody throws at me. That's yeah. fine. But don't you go after my kids. Or we're going to have a problem. Well, even the little things. Major problem. That she, like, she's going through all of this, but she still feeds her kids every day. And she still drives them to soccer practice and yeah. makes sure that they have rides to go places. Mm-hmm. Like, that's huge. Because I know several people whose parents didn't even make their lunches. Didn't know where they were after school. Didn't get them to school. Yeah, just so, so many of those. And, and, and when that happens, a lot of times, other moms... We'll pick. We'll step into that adopt gap. Adopt those kids. They they step in the gap and and do the things for the kids that their own moms can't or mm-hmm. don't. Whichever. Or Sometimes. Whatever. I mean, you know. But yeah, there, not there are any other, judgments. There but. are other moms who will um, who will step in there for them. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, and that's just. My mom was one of those moms. You were one of those moms. So you well, are one of those. Hope moms. so. Try, you are. I, I have I have several friends who are like. We try to emulate the family structure that we're building as adults after what we saw at your house. That's a frightening concept. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's all good. No, I just, it's, you know, you got, everybody's in a different place and they have different issues and Mm -hmm. I'm lucky enough to have married your dad and he's great. Yeah. And we are not ever going to split up. Yeah. And that's a solid... We can fight, we can fuss, and we know we're still going to be together at the end of the day. But it's like, you know, a lot of people don't have that, and yeah. that's, that's tough. I would not be a good single mother, and I'm glad I didn't have to be. But yeah. there are a lot of them out there, and they need people to support them like yeah, that. Yeah, they need community to rally around. They do. That's why I think this book is so impactful, because it does, it, it is kind of like throwing a fox in the hen house. Well, yeah. And seeing how they handle it. Oh, Carter made me so mad because they're always saying, well, and she's like, well, we don't both have time to drive these kids to the same place every week, so we're mm-hmm. going gonna to carpool it. And he's like, well, what else do y'all have to do? Right. And it's like, oh, I don't know. Do your laundry. Do the dishes. Cook food. Take care she of your kids. She socks. Like. She ironed well, And Grace socks. is so, like, that's her identity mm-hmm. in the book. Which is the one who's getting punched? Grace. Is that Grace? Yeah. That's what I thought. 
That's never happened to me. God, that's a good thing. <laughs> but, well, no. I'm saying I don't know how I would react to it. Because there are people very close to me who have been in those situations. Mm-hmm. And they didn't react, I think, the way I would. I think I might go full burning bed on a person. But I can't yeah. say that because I've never been yeah, in that position. You, and, you know, there's a lot of psychological Well, not something your mom always said is that you never know what you do until you're in that situation. That's true. She did. She said that Maybe a lot. That's why that just things. came out of my face because yeah. I've been here my whole life. But she never had that. I never had that. And mm-hmm. so when it happened to somebody that's really close to us, it was shocking. Yeah. Because it's like, what? It's like... Yeah, it was it was very bad. The audacity. It was very someone to do that to another human being is crazy. I think you know it. It was just bad, and and she got her clothes burned in the front yard. Mm -hmm. On top of being beaten up, they burnt her clothes in the front yard, and then the police were like, "Well, if you didn't hurt you, pretty much (sighs) it was like you're gonna have to be dead for us to do anything about it." So that's awful, and it was just awful. We just didn't, and I couldn't. I mean, it just was crazy, but luckily I don't, I've never had to deal with anything like that. Mm -hmm. I did a little bit, but I wasn't married to it, and I left it as soon as anything like that happened. As soon as that reared up, like, we're done here. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't live with him. Yeah. Or anything like that, but uh, the thing that got me about that the most was he said, well, I guess you've told your parents about it. And I'm like, do you honestly feel... <laughs> you think you'd still have a beating heart in your chest? That if I told my dad and my brother that you just did this to me, do you really think you would be sitting up there in your air-conditioned house enjoying <laughs> life? Because they would have pulled your <laughs> out and beaten it in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. And I, that's true. But it's just... Yeah. Those situations it always really get me. Because I'm just yeah. like... Especially people with kids. Mm-hmm. Because if they're doing it to you, they may be doing it to the kids. Yeah. But I don't, I can't, like I said, can't judge. Never been there. Yep. That's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. But that's an aspect Mm -hmm. of that book, too. It's it's Mm -hmm. a very good book. It has lots of really good stories. Yeah. Then, you know, where I came with the tear on getting (laughs) in. I I truly am trying to think through it. Nothing like that gross happens again. Until closer to the end of the book. And is it that gross? No, I is wouldn't it say it's even than that the rats? gross. No, no. That's rats. There's like, it's the nasty part where you're just like, oh no, but it's not like that gross. The rats are bad. Mm. And the raccoon was really bad, but. Okay, what I'm wondering too is why did they let Blue have the Nazi videos? I don't know. Blue needs help. That they can't give well, him. Well, they need to cut him off at the library or something. <laughs> Somebody I mean, revoke his library card. It's like they saw those terrible videos sitting on top of his Mm-hmm. Table. Like the Nazi science experiments and yeah. like Mein Kampf and, and all this crazy and stuff. And then they allow Big Jim to walk in and start having mm-hmm. big conversations with him about something. And that should have been a red flag that he was all well versed. Well, it's not to any of these people. They're all like, I wonder what's wrong with Patty. <laughs> Jim's the best. <laughs> Hey, Jim. Come have uh, dinner while Carter's out of town. Absolutely no, not. That's a big Ooh. fat no for me. Oh. And just like he creates such good situational irony because you know from the title of the book, like this is not spoilers at this point, that James is a vampire. Yeah. And then as you're reading it, you're just like, stop. Just, just like when she invites be. him into the house the first time, yeah. it's just like, don't do it, don't do it. I'm very like, worried about the joint account. Oh, Yeah. I mean, does that come back up, or do they just let it, that detail? It'll lie? come back up. 
Okay. But not in the way that you expect, I don't think. I want, that's what I was wanting to ask. How do you think it's all going to end? Oh, boy. You want me to predict? Yeah, I want to see what you think. I predict happen. at least one family member gets injured. Okay. Or killed. Other than... In Patricia's family? In Patricia's family. Okay. Maybe out of Patricia's family. Maybe one of the book club ladies, too. Yeah. A little worried for Mrs. Green. Yeah. Um... Don't tell me. Your face just told me. Don't tell me. No, it didn't. I promise it didn't. So, I don't know. I think they'll get him. Mm-hmm. And I think it will be the book club ladies to get him. Mm-hmm. I'm just not sure how it's going to... I really don't know. It's so good. I don't know. There's but I do thing. think he will be gotten. I think they'll find the picture. Uh-huh. And then maybe she can convince Carter, like, look. Yeah. This is, is the physical same proof man. from your dead mother. And your mom said that he made your dad drink himself to death, pretty much. Oh, that was so and sad. And took all the money. That whole thing. And that's what he's going to do. Yeah. He's getting them all involved in all oh, of this yeah, money the stuff. Projects. The housing cape, whatever. Yeah. Or I can't Point remember. Grace or something it, it, ridiculous something like that. name like that. And they're that. literally gentrifying the African-American neighborhood or it's like for great, that project. What is it? Gracious K or yeah, something yeah. like that. I don't know. Like, it's so bad. Yeah. But there's something like that. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, he's going to take all their money. And he's taking in all the husbands. Oh, the husbands are so on. They're dumb. And now they're on the book club reading Tom Clancy books. And right, all that they mess. ruined the book club. They were reading like In Cold Blood. Yeah, and, they're like a bunch of Stepford wives now. Yeah. And it's just, you know, really, I don't know. Oh, it's really. so good though. Well, I look forward to it and I want to read it. And I would like to read it. It's not when I go home. But it's, it is difficult to read at night. Uh, I'm very afraid of it. You don't need to be afraid. I'm just so... It kind of surprises me that you're afraid of it because you know I'm super sensitive to that kind of stuff and it well, just didn't bother me I like that. I told you, I used to read like Stephen King books and I would sit, when my parents weren't home Yeah. when I was growing up and I would sit in the middle of the table so I could see all the doors while I was reading it. Okay, that was me with that one Dean Koontz book. I can't remember what it was called. It wasn't the Odd Thomas series because I read all of those and only one of them scared me and it was the one with the mountain lion. <laughs> In the, hotel. in the hotel. Oof. Yeah. But um, oh, I'm scared of big animals. so good. But um, one of them, I seriously, I got to one scene and I was like, nope, I know myself well enough to know I can't handle this. And yeah. I just put it down. Well, these are good. I think these this book is good too, mm-hmm. the one that I'm reading, because it has so much humor in it. Yeah. Like when I read that horse and Kitty's son was called Pony, yeah. it cracked me up. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, everybody calls him horse, so we just call him pony. Junior, so we call him pony. Oh, and gosh, and when Slick's husband's like, this I've isn't been told a- to stay at your house and come back in the morning. Okay. Because he thinks I can't handle it. Dingus. We have a nice air bed now. We have a lovely <laughs> air you want to have a little sleepover. Of course we have a lovely air and bed. And I have a brand new pack of toothbrushes that you could use. Do well, I have any clothes? I'd have to sleep... Well, I'd sleep in me clothes and wear the same clothes tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. Well, it's all right. Whatever you want to do. I had thought about spending the night. I should have just brought a bag in case. But that's now, fine. y'all have been told. Well, well, we have stuff if you want to. I mean, hey, man, we got a box of cronuts. We do. <laughs> There's breakfast. <laughs> oh, we do. Um, and I don't have to work tomorrow until ten. Oh. That's fine. I don't know. Hey, that's A-okay. But... <laughs> A-okay? No, it cracked me up um, when Slick's husband... He kind of reminded me of the brother and the ref, and he's like, 
why? <laughs> when they're oh, getting yeah. a divorce. Mm. He's like, this isn't a Bible study? Yes. <laughs> well, and then Carter opens his big fat face. I know. Oh, no. They're reading all these books. They're reading these morbid books. Whatever, Carter. I think Carter's cheating on her. Carter. You know what Carter can do. Dana can tell him. <laughs> he can suck all bucks. Suck all bucks. <laughs> I don't know. I just can't. Ugh. The men in that story, not just and the vampires, but the in men. Eighties. Yeah, like the okay. Let I, me tell you, I lived in the eighties, and my mom was she a would never fine burp. Christian woman and was raised Baptist, and mm-hmm. Baptist right down to her little socks. But she never put up with that oh, mess. She always said she no. and my dad both knew that it was a partnership they were in, not. A dictatorship. This my is, dad would never have been like, no. you silly old women sitting around talking, what are you doing all day? I mean, my mm-hmm. mom, I think she would have, well, my mom threw a brick at my uncle when she, <laughs> when she, lived, when with she lived with her sister and, uh, and her husband. Her husband, and she, you know, I can see that. I mean, Nelly. my dad had been like that, and my, because my uncle was like, and I loved him, I loved my uncle Wayne, mm-hmm. and, uh, but he was a get that, breakfast lunch and dinner on the mm-hmm. table he was a rancher they were he and my aunt ranched together for years and they both worked really hard and they loved each other but he was mm-hmm. very very traditional super traditional and she worked hard and he did too but he was like where's expectations yeah it's yeah. like where's my breakfast where's my lunch where's my dinner we read her diary and, and she just, always had she yeah. Was making like these four horse meals for lunch and dinner. She lived a lot. She finished a lot of the entries in her journal with, I'm, I'm so, so tired. tired. And she she's such a good writer. She was really an artist. I mean, she, she honestly, she could have She been, made quilts and clothes and. Yeah. She wrote and she did. I mean. I think she could have been her generation's Laura Ingalls Wilder, honestly. Oh, for sure. If she sure. had the time to do it. But she did what she loved. And she take care of her yeah, family. But so many quilts that she made and. Clothes that she made for our kids when they were little, like little kitty cat sweatshirts and stuff. And just sweet. But, yeah, he was very much a... And my mom always said I could not have married somebody like him. She wanted to whack him one so many times. (laughs) And they got along fine. Yeah. But 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 she was just that difference there. I just... That's what my boss and I today, we had that conversation. I was telling you about how, like, not very good at being submissive. Just not about no. That. And there was a time I was telling you today mm-hmm. in the Southern Baptist Convention where mm-hmm. wives submit to your husbands. It says it right here in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And my mom always said, I just don't think that meant, hey, husbands treat your wives like your servant. Mm-hmm. She said that's just not the way it is. Well, and that's, in marriage, I you know have found, yeah, sometimes you pick your husband up. Sometimes he picks you up. Yeah, and when you have kids. You're both working for, you know, just to yeah, raise your family. Just to make and it happen. Everybody's going to have times when they need a little extra help. And yeah. that's what you do. But, you know, yep. like she and Olita just used to marvel at the fact that your dad would change diapers. He mm-hmm. hated changing diapers. He would avoid it for as long as possible. But, but he, he would do he it. He cooks sometimes. He does laundry. That's huge. He just keeps laundry going, just and constantly. That's- that and everyone nice. in our neighborhood knows it now because our washer sounds like a 747 <laughs> landing. It's going to take off through the ceiling one yeah, day. I think we're going to do a new washer this weekend. But know. anyway, I'm just, you know, I'm amazed at the people who 
And I still know people like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. I'll have or to. The, yeah, the people, I'll have to ask my husband. I'll have to ask if that's okay. Unless it's a big financial decision, I can just hey, I'm heading out to get coffee. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Your dad just sent me this text about saying, you know, yeah. don't need to be driving late. Stay there and come in the morning. There's a part of me that just wants to just go ahead and go to, to be like, look, <laughs> yeah. I'm a grown-up and I can get <laughs> I can home by it. myself. Yeah. You know, but I don't know. It's crazy. Different. But those men, especially for the eighties, I can't believe they were still oh, yeah. acting like that. Well, and I think I think I don't I don't think this is a spoiler for you because I told you this when I was reading the book. Yeah. That there's a time skip of three years. Yeah, I saw that's where I am. Yes. When I when I was flipped, I'm a little for I mean well, I've read a lot of the time I was, skip. But. I got about halfway through the book on vacation, and then one night when we got back, I was like, I'm just going to take a bath. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get my bath snacks, which is another thing I've inherited from you. I had, my, I had a little plate of salted pretzels, um, Hershey's bar broken into pieces, and some strawberries so I could mm-hmm. get a bite of strawberry and then put a chocolate yeah. and pretzel together, eat it. I had that and a Diet Coke. I'm telling you, if <laughs> I, I had the bath. a TV mounted on oh, the wall in front of my bathtub, I'd never get out. It'd be the perfect experience. It'd be amazing. I had a little candle on my tub that it Yes. Had a little something to drink, get a little snack. A little snack. You know, try to snack. make it a healthy snack. See, I included fruit. And yeah. And then, you know, be perfect. Yes. I cannot throw any more hands. I'm about to just do it myself. You should. That's I'm about to take it honestly, into my own hands. That's this desk. I was like, hey, we got a desk coming. Yeah. But um I just sat there in the bath and I had my bath snack and I read the rest of the book and I got to like that it's a big like black ink page. And in white text, it says three years later. And I was like... Oh, you mean at the end of the book? I was like, what? At the end of the book? No, not at the end end. It's after she had the suicide yeah. attempt, right? Yes. Okay, I'm started. Really yeah. And that. that three years later, I was like, oh my gosh. she's doubting herself. Yeah, because of what she's around. And they're all like, and like a bunch of little Stanford walks. And yeah, the book club's like this just big event now that just crazy. Mm-hmm. And she and Grace aren't really... They're not really talking as much. Bennett. Bennett's a pink suck old buck. Here's <laughs> what he can he do. He can. Suck old Bennett. It's so good. But this book is... It's really good. I think... I'm interested to hear how you think it's going to end. I predict that you are really going to like the ending. Well, if you predict a little, then I probably will. Because I really Because you like know it. the endings I really hate. Oh, yeah. I know the endings that I make you throw a book Let me revisit Suli with you. <laughs> yeah. Read Suli by John Grisham. I, Read it. Great, great. book. Don't expect a happy ending. It's a realistic ending, but it is not happy. Theme. And it makes me just feel just deeply saddened by that. That I was worried about that with this book, and it's a, I liked the ending okay, a good, lot. Good, good. I don't want to spoil anything, but I liked it. I think you'll like it. Midnight Library, I love the ending. Oh my gosh, I was so scared about the ending. I love that whole book. I... I was looking for it today when we were at Fable, but I couldn't find it because I want I got a physical Matt, Matt Hague's comfort book. I saw that. I got that. He's so good. He is very good. So now I that's the read. second book I got that I can just like read whenever yeah. I want to read. Like that one with all the stories in it. Oh, yeah. Today. I want to read more Grady Hendrix, but he is a pretty intense little fella. Well, there's a picture of a chair with blood dripping off of it. I know. In the, the, the one today. store today. Grady, can we just like back off the gross so good. Maybe he ate that chair with its hair on. <laughs> he ate the hair know. right off that chair. He ate that chair with hair on we saw it. I don't know why. <laughs> but the way we said 
it reminds me of in Surf's Up, where Tank's like, I think she pooped me out just to put me right out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a picture of him as an egg on the surfboard. Yes. Oh, my God. I tell Ray, I'm going to watch that movie oh, this week. I love that movie. I'm watching that <laughs> it movie cracks me up. Speaking of Reed, Reed is my son and Jordan's brother, mm-hmm. and he has a podcast. It's very good, very honest, <laughs> called Don't Read Into It. Yep, and it's his name, R-E-E-D. R-E-E, don't, R-E-E-D, don't read into it, and it's very good, it's very entertaining, he is funny, he's smart, he talks about a variety of things, a lot of it is about sports, um, there's some life, but check it out, check it out, it's on Apple and And Spotify, Spotify. and I don't know what else. Surely something else. I think it's on something else, and he's also on, I think, isn't his Twitter... Yeah, his D R I I. I think it's just that. Yeah. So check him out. Yeah. He gave us a shout out. We're shouting him right back yeah, out. Yeah, it's a mutual shout out. We'll have out. him on our podcast one of these days. Yeah. He'll be a guest star. He'll be a guest star. Much of what he says might have to be bleeped. I don't yeah. know. But he's, no. <laughs> he's funny. He's, he's funny. Like, he makes us a shame that we laugh at a lot of the things he says because they're so crazy. Yeah. But. Our. Our sister Harper says that when the three of us, me and mom and Reed, get together, that we share custody of a single brain cell. (laughs) (laughs) That's That's accurate. That's so rude. We love it, though. It's fun. We're on the same wavelength, at least. We are. It's gotten to the point where, like, Reed is Jim from The Office. Where he can just, and we're the camera. No matter what's going on, he just gives the, and I'm like. He's like, you need to stop. Let it go. Let it go. He's so funny. He is funny. So check him out at Don't Read Into It. He is an up-and-coming young sports journalist, and he He is very good. He just got a great internship opportunity, and he is very excited. He's a good writer. He's, you know, good broadcaster. He's a good journalist. knows every stat and every sport that's ever been sported. Mm -hmm. So, unfortunately, we're Rangers fans, and so... (laughs) There's a lot of sadness about that, but Ranger Silly Die. So, yep. anyway, check him out. Yep. I don't think he listens to us, but if you do listen to yes. us, we love you, Ray. We, we love, love you, you so, so much. much. <laughs> <laughs> I know at least one, one person listens to our podcast, and that's my dog. Awesome. I put it on, I have, we have Spotify on our Roku, and if he's home by himself, I put our podcast on so he can hear us talk. My voice sounds like y'all's without the accent. Yeah. Honestly. Harper sounds like mine quite a bit, too. It does. And Reed sounds like Dad now. Reed sounds just like Dad. It freaks me out. And Gay will be like, what did Jerry say? I'm like, that, that was Reed. Because <laughs> he'll answer your phone sometimes, and I'm yeah. like... What are you doing? Give me to my mother, and he'll say something like very read. Oh, you and mean I'll be you like, don't say hello, my dear. You're not my mother. <laughs> my mother. Um, but I'm like, Ugh. my husband has a Filipino accent only when he speaks to his mother. Yes, it's funny. It's so funny. But oh. well, I guess I better decide if I'm going home or staying. I guess should I stay or should, should I, I go? It makes me think of Stranger Things now. I never watched that third season. It's good. It was kind of scary. See, that doesn't scare me. See, that keeps me up at night sometimes. No, not me. Oh, okay. My cone here made me have a snake dream. (laughs) That's the the episode title. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, what scares me sometimes, don't watch A Quiet Place. I'm not. I know better than that. I'm, everybody says it's a great, great movie. It is. They tell don't me watch about it. it. I'm like, no. It is great. Don't watch it. No, I'm not. Because I will lay no, you awake in bed. I saw this movie. We went for our anniversary like four years ago mm-hmm. to this day. Like a couple weeks ago, I was laying in bed and I was like, but for what, if it, what if it was real? And then I just sat there and like listened to all the noises outside. Oh, same. And I was no. up for like two hours. So don't watch no. it. It's so good. Don't watch it. Do you remember when we lived in... There were two things that happened when we lived in our old house. Mm -hmm. We bought my grandma's old house, and we lived there with our kids until Jordan was... Oh, seven. Seven? Mm -hmm. Really? I didn't realize you were that old. That's true, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Because I had... Ray was one when we moved into the new house. Yep. So, oh my goodness. I don't remember, because I said earlier I had lived in this city the same amount of time. I do remember you saying that, but it didn't seem like... Mm -hmm. Anyway, two things happened... Like, and my husband it always told me it was the wind. No matter what was going on, it always the wind. And in that house, we had we had to remodel it really seriously because it was the weird. It was just always the weirdest floor plan. Mm-hmm. But when we closed the doors at night, this always made me feel really good because we mm-hmm. had a door in our bedroom, like a solid door, yeah, with a deadbolt and everything on it that went out in our backyard, yeah, and it was by the gate, so we could just. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so we had that, and our bedrooms all connected to yours in some way. Yes, as I was to say, we could lock that bedroom door and our bedroom door, Mm -hmm. and it was locked off from the rest of the house. Yeah, it was cordoned off. And so our kids always had balloons. They love balloons. And back then, when you went to restaurants, they gave your kid a balloon. So oh yeah, and I think it had been your birthday. Yeah, or something. And so you had one of those balloons. It was a mylar balloon. Oh, it had the ones. little weight on it. Yeah, it's usually, it's usually like a little plastic smiley face or something. So that thing kept bobbing up in front of my face. Actually, there were three things, but this oh, is gosh. one. So the balloon kept bobbing up, and I woke up one night, and it like came really like close to my face, right and up. I punched it, and it was the balloon. <laughs> Scared me. That's to a death. good instinct, though. So, well, yeah, I know. I think I accidentally punched Reed one time when he did that. Well, I, you also sleep comforted him though, so it's a net. I, it's a I net did, neutral. and I always warned them, "Don't wake me up." We like oh, that. Yeah. They didn't know that. I knew that. Harper would get one half inch from my face oh and go, gosh. "Mom, mom," yes. and I'm like, "What?" I usually grabbed him, yeah. just grabbed him, but then I knew time I think I slapped her. Yeah, I would get. I'd be like. Yeah, they didn't do that. <laughs> I would jump away. I think I slapped him, and then I pulled him in. I'm oh, sorry. But, yeah. yeah, so that happened. So then one night we were in bed, and it was a windy night and everything, mm-hmm. and I could hear stuff, and our windows always did sound weird. Yeah. And all of a sudden we heard this, bam! Mm-mm. And I went, you heard that, and that was not the freaking wind. What yeah. was it? And that's when you were little, yeah. and I don't think we had the other two yet. And he goes, okay, I'm going to get the gun, don't follow me. Mm-hmm. You stay here with Jordan. Mm-hmm. So, I didn't stay there. I just, like, <laughs> followed him. It was the shower curtain. Oh, my goodness. And it took him a while to figure that out. Then one night, there was uh-huh. a balloon that went up in the ceiling fan. Oh, and it was... And it went... So, I just like somebody beating on the window or mm-hmm. smacking the... And it was a stupid balloon. Yeah. And then y'all had the giant gorilla in the house we live in now. And it, <laughs> it was, was sitting in, in a corner. And it room. looks like a big person sitting yeah, in Yeah, it's like a hunched over. And like... I woke up and I went... And then I thought, oh, it's that gorilla, <laughs> oh, it's that you gorilla. idiot. Yeah, so, I don't know. I'm just, I'm jumpy, I guess. I and when too. I read books like that, I just can't. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's why I'm so glad that, like, my husband and I have a dog now. 
Because, like, I know mm-hmm. if anything funky is going on, he yeah. will lock into it. Yep. He growled at a piece of dust that was hanging off of a light bulb the other day. But he saw it. <laughs> the thing is, it's been there since we've had him, and we've had him for over a year. Oh, and he saw it for the first time, and he was like, whoa! What was that? <laughs> Who are you? What was that? But it is, I honestly don't know how we survived without a dog for so long. Truly. I don't know. I don't know. He's a good boy. We've always had dogs. We, I mean, we lived in the apartment, and we didn't have a dog, mm-hmm. and we lived there for less than a year. Yeah. And then when we moved to... The house. To Ma's house, we got <laughs> pretty quick, because Stacy mm-hmm. was like, can you keep him while we on this trip? And mm-hmm. so then we kept him, and then we kept him. Yeah. She goes, I mean, y'all get along really well with him, and the chows are really mean to him. Mm. And by chows, I think she meant her girlfriend, Ginger, was really mean to him. <laughs> And so, yeah, we kept him. He was the bomb. We always had. He was my big brother. Oh, he was the best. I love that puppy. That puppy. I need a picture of him for my picture wall. He sent you to bed at seven thirty because I kept saying you better stop pulling his hair because he was getting that look. <laughs> oh, he let yeah. you do it forever. He was so patient. And then he snapped at you. I don't I think mean, he even really bit no, you. No, I don't. He didn't actually make any contact. He snapped and you went. <laughs> bit me, and I said no. He didn't bite you, and you went. That hurts my feelings. It did. You went to bed at 7.30 and, and went truly, sleep. It truly broke my heart. You went completely asleep. <laughs> like, I was so sad. You were heartbroken that <laughs> would growl at you like that. But I he was. let you sit there and do that for so long. He was more patient than anyone could ever ask a oh, dog to be. Seven was the most patient dog I oh ever Oh my met. gosh. He is the only dog I've ever known that has submitted to shoes. Little sad. You know? He wore his shoes. Yeah. You could not pay several of our dogs. Several so happily shoes. wore his shoes. He yeah. was like, check out my new kicks. Check me out. Yeah, he was a good boy. He was a good boy. Good puppies. So. Love the pup was. Is there anything else this week we need to talk about? I don't think so. I think um, a lot of shelters are over full right now because people are going back to work. And a lot of them adopted pandemic puppies, and now they're returning them. So don't do that. And if you can adopt or foster a dog at your local Humane Society, you should. You should. Because they're great little puppies. They're the best. They need somebody to love them. I have two little shelter grandsons, and I just love them both. So <laughs> well, sweet. and this is... I have a very good coworker and friend, and he and his wife shelter tons of dogs. Like, they are a foster home for a lot of local places. And it's true. I asked, I asked him, because I asked him for a lot of advice when we first got our dog. And I was like, is it normal for shelter dogs to like be this cuddly? Because you know our boy oh, yeah. is a snuggle bug. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, they're super cuddly because they're making up for lost time. Yeah. And they know that you saved them. Yeah. So they have a lot of love to give. And you they should do. give them a chance. They're sweet. And then if you are in a domestic abuse situation, you have help. And don't be afraid to ask for help because we talked about that earlier. I know you feel like you're stuck. I know that my sister did. She felt like yep. she... I didn't know because I was so young when it was happening and she wasn't telling me. And so we were going and doing things together with her. And a kid that was my age that was kind of like his brother. Mm -hmm. We didn't know. You know. Because a lot of people will hide it because they're made to feel shamed about it. So you have nothing to be ashamed of if you're in that situation. There are a lot of resources out there for you to reach out to. um, But, you know, we're all part of one community. And if you need help, you can reach out for help. And you should feel empowered to do so. And please, please do. Please do. Because it's just... Life's too short. Yep. And finally, if you or a loved one has suffered from mesothelioma, <laughs> you might be entitled <laughs> to financial compensation. You might need to talk to the Texas Hammer. 
one that wears a giant cowboy oh, hat. Oh, gosh. And goes, you have enough to worry about. Oh, yeah. Please let us say, you know who I'm talking <laughs> yes. about? Yeah. My brain is saying Greg Loya, but I don't think that's no, right. No, that's not Greg Loya. <laughs> yeah. That guy, no. He's... <laughs> I think he's probably from New Jersey probably. with his big old cowboy hat on. <laughs> going, going, I'm in Texas. I can help you. I can help. You've got enough to worry about. Call my firm. <laughs> <laughs> and if you need cash now, 877. <laughs> Call J.G. Wentworth. 877 cash now. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, I think that'll do it for us. Until next week, I will either be hitting the road or going to bed. I'm not sure which. We'll see what happens. Tune in next week to find out. Next week on Dragon Ball Z. Can she drive herself? Can she? I think she can. I think probably. All right. All right. I'll talk to you next week. I had fun too. Love you. Talk to you soon. Love you too. Bye. Bye. This is Jordan hopping in. After the podcast, I know we wanted to end on a lighter note there, but we did compile some resources for domestic abuse and suicide awareness, so you can check those in the episode description for this week. Those are serious issues, and we want to make sure that you guys get the help that you need if you or a loved one is in these situations or experiencing these situations. So just know that you're not alone, and we've collected some resources and put them in this week's episode description. But thank you, as always, for listening to Call Your Mom, and we'll see you next week. Love you. Bye.